0: So, Mr. Godwell, what exactly is happening and why are your members angry over the candidate lists?
1: Well, thanks, you know, Firstly, let me confirm that the ANC has registered not less than 9,000 uh, candidates with the IEC as the IEC the 2016 election calendar yesterday. And part of that includes Swami. Uh, we have registered, I'm aware that there's been some malicious and miscivious rumours that we did not register Swami. We have registered all the daily all the candidates from Swami. But of course, we, this, was, this would have been expected, uh, so, you know, we, uh, because the process of a democratic nature, because we uphold the democratic practices and democratic principles. And as such, there may be individuals which over a period of time, we have noticed in the organization, we spoke about it at the last NGC, that uh, there's a growing phenomenon of individuals who think only themselves can be leaders and no one else. And they go to an to extent that they can even pass people to the Tuli House and so on. And yet, when you're a leader, you've got to accept that there's a time to lead, there's a time to be led, and there's a time to be a follower. And we find it difficult at times, even as we do our work in terms of our guidelines and principles, because other people naturally, they will fall off the list, perhaps because they don't meet the guidelines, whether it's 60% retention and so on. But a phenomenon of uncontrollable desire at all costs for power is one that I think is generally what we are talking about of people who don't accept that anybody else can be able to accept themselves.
0: And this has been a problem that's beset the ANC for a while. I mean, uh, you even instituted uh, the task team that was headed by Nkosa dlamini Zuma after the uh, 2011 local government elections, exactly to probe irregularities in local government election candidate lists. Um, what has happened since then? Did you actually deal with the problems then? And uh, what exactly did you do in terms of taking punitive measures against those who were found guilty?
1: The issues are quite different in our SK. At that time, what we found largely by the uh, trust team was that when people were nominated by branches of the ANC, they were tempering by upper structures. In other words, the uh, names that came from a democratically elected meetings of the ANC, people were changed. This time around, we took a decision that will not temper with the outcome of uh, the word. The word will include the branch of the ANC in the public meeting. We will not temper with that. And it is that sometimes which make it impossible for other people to accept. But also, you remember, we set out certain criteria in the guidelines. We introduced, for example, demographics. We introduced youth as an important criteria in terms of uh, the, the representativity of the ANC. Gender is a policy and the constitution of the ANC, the issues of gender parity. We also introduced the issues of people with disability. We can't compromise on these things. For an example, if we say on the list of the ANC, we do not interfere with the first 10 percent, that it means that if that 10 percent does not comply with all these variables i just mentioned what comes immediately if that 10 percent for example is all males in order to compensate the, discre- the discrepancy it means that you must put up on the list all women who might have been below on the list and therefore all men who come immediately uh, they- they'll find their names down on the list and these are some of the issues that i think some comrades don't understand that Unfortunately, we can't be flexible on issues of principle, on issues of the constitution, precisely because we want to accommodate individuals. And I think this is an issue that the ANC has made it strong over a period of time, that whatever challenges we face, at least we must adhere to the constitution and the principles. In the past, uh, of course, what we dealt with in uh, 2011, there is almost a significant reduction, if you look in terms of uprisings and so on. What we have generally at the moment, uh, Sakina, is what I described as uncontrollable desire for power. Its former councillors were well, refusing to accept that uh, people want change, and therefore, democratically, people have made their choice. But secondly, also organizationally, there's a principle we took which you can compromise of 60% retention. And that 60% retention at times, it may mean that uh, new people who are, who've got this uncontrollable desire may not have space because we we'll would keep people who have been in the system because we don't want disruption in the system, given some of the issues. That is the Asia's report also raised about stability, the management, and so on.
0: Could this be why um, uh, some of the people raised the issue that certain candidates are being imposed on them?
1: There is no imposition of any candidate. Let me tell you what we did, uh, because the process has been very thorough. What we found at times, especially at the national level, you may find that we would even ask for source information, source documents, in other words, from the branch level to know who was the first candidate, who was number one from the watch. If there has been a tempering even at an regional level or provincial level, we will reinstate that number one. And these are some of the upheavals you're talking about. Then people will not understand what happened. We will then have to explain that, look, at a lower level, whether at a regional or provincial, there was tempering with the outcome of the watch, which is against the principle we adopted. You can't change what comes out from the watch. You can interfere because the regions, or provinces rather, they are given 50% to interfere in order to meet these variables. If there's a list that comes from a region and does not meet gender, women, youth, and so on, the, the, the region is given, the province is given 15%, only 15% to play around, but it can't tamper with the outcome of the work. And these are some of the issues that we have picked up in the process. And people, yet, because of this desire, are uh, they find it difficult, including their appeals. There are people, when they are to the region, their appeal is dismissed. They go to the province, the appeal is they go to the upper and the last level, which issues. us, the appeal business. People still don't accept the outcome of an appeal. We have issues that politically don't have to do with anything like election. We have to deal with them organisationally, even post-3rd of August, because they have to do with the kind of cater you have in the organisation.
0: So would you say the issue has been resolved? The issue for us, as, as of yesterday, 5 o'clock,
1: issues of candidate list are now resolved. What we must deal with is this phenomenon which I knew in the organization, which the NGP spoke about, element of indiscipline, element of complete organizational uh, collapse of organizational culture in some areas. But I must say, though, overall, if you look at the uh, 9,000 candidates we uh, submitted with the IEC, we're quite comfortable, but one incident is too many. But I think we've got to go back, post the, the next week, we're going back to all the words, to submit, to talk to words and say, these are the names that uh, uh, you ourselves have elected, but deal with these phenomena politically because we must not deal with them in the context of elections. We must deal them for the very same life of the organization because if we have people who believe that only themselves they can lead, then the ANC's integrity, the ANC's character, the ANC's democratic principles will be undermined in future.
0: And then just moving on to something slightly different, uh, ANC Deputy Secretary General Jessie Duarte. Now, she's been quoted as saying that the movement is in trouble and faces a hostile takeover of power similar to what is happening in Brazil. Is that the position of the African National Congress? Well, of
1: course, it's our position. Not only the African National Congress, all former liberation movements in the meeting the health recently, the threats are the same. There are subjective factors that all liberation movements are faced with. For example, some of them have got to do with the transition of leadership, they've got to do with the collapse of discipline, they have to do with corruption, they have to do with uh, the incumbent, uh, most of them. But of course, there is a threat coming from outside, very sponsored, that it has to undermine the hegemony of the former liberation movement, wherever they are, in order to uh, what is called regime change. And this regime change has got nothing to do with replaces these uh, liberation movements, as long as it's not them, because we refuse to be the purpose of the West. We refuse to accept that the imperialist agenda must be the one that guides us post-liberation, and we have become a target. And I think that the SAGSC has said, it is quite the issue that worries us throughout the continent, throughout the sub-region, that we are becoming a target. And there is a historical uh, history to this in terms of what happened in Angola, what happened in uh, Mozambique and so on, with RENAMO in other uh, areas. So in South Africa, the new phenomenon that comes through some some NGOs that can sponsor in order to destabilize some of these issues that we are seeing in public, for example. They appear very genuine, like many of them are genuine, but I think there are those at some time, who will talk to you, Sakina, to say, on this one we can give you specificity that there was a hand behind this, and that hand was informed by this agenda.